as we begin to look at God's word, let's pray together. Our loving Heavenly Father, give us open ears, open hearts and open minds to hear and to receive your word to us today. Amen. You know, I fondly recall the year 2018. The year started with a family christening, continued with a summer wedding of friends and concluded with a large extended family Christmas with over 16 people and stretching over three days of celebrations. It seems so odd now, particularly after the year that we've been through. But all of those events all had a common theme, theme of celebration, of parties, yes, of food, and of face-to-face -face conversations. And don't we all really look forward to the return of our old lives in the not-too-distant future? However, our Gospel reading today takes us back almost 2,000 years to a similar scene of celebration and fasting, the wedding at Cana. And what a celebration it was. The wedding had, according to Jewish custom, been going on for several days. The wine and the food for the many guests had been provided by the bridegroom. And Jesus's first recorded miracle was to save him, the bridegroom, from much embarrassment. The wine had run out mid-celebration, but Jesus, by turning the water into the most finest of wines, not only saved the bridegroom's blushes, but, as the reading tells us, it also revealed Jesus' glory and caused his disciples to believe in him. Miracle aside, the two main things that strike me from this passage is, number one, Jesus chose a very ordinary setting to reveal his glory to the world. And number two, Jesus had been invited, invited to attend the wedding along with his mother and his disciples. During Epiphany, we have seen how Jesus has been revealed to others as the Messiah. And today our reading cements those moments of revelation. And here Jesus himself performs that extraordinary miracle, but in the most ordinary of human gatherings. And in that moment, Jesus establishes himself as our Lord and importantly, Lord of all our lives. Not just the Jesus to be worshipped on Sunday, but the Jesus who walks with us through the ordinary events of life Monday through to Saturday as well. That simple fact never ceases to amaze me. The Messiah, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jesus himself wants to meet me 
and wants to meet you too in the most ordinary events of our lives. That is truly stunning. And it truly brings the most extraordinary blessing into the most ordinary events of our lives. That is, of course, if we invite and if we allow Jesus to be with us on that journey. I say that because in today's reading, Jesus had been invited to the wedding, invited along with his mother and disciples. Jesus was no wedding reception gate crasher here. Imagine for a moment if Jesus had not been invited. Consider the embarrassment of the bridegroom after running out of wine. It doesn't bear consideration. But Jesus was there. Jesus had been invited into the gathering. His presence was a blessing to the groom and to all celebrating the wedding. The truth is Jesus longs to be invited. How easy is it in the busyness of our lives to forget that simple truth? Jesus longs to be part of our lives, but he waits for invitation. And I think this is perfectly demonstrated in that well-loved passage from the book of Revelation. In chapter 3, we read, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And as the message translation continues, If you hear me call and open the door, I'll come right in and sit down to supper with you. The most extraordinary Messiah knocks and waits at the door of our ordinary lives. He waits for us to open the door. He waits for us to allow him entry. Jesus longs to invite, for us to invite him into every aspect of our lives, to allow him to join us on our journey. I truly believe that as we invite Jesus to meet us in the ordinariness of our lives, we then receive the most extraordinary grace that he longs to bestow on each of us. And in Revelation 19, we hear the multitude of heaven crying out, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. This image of the wedding feast in heaven develops most perfectly from the scene at Cana. This time, of course, Jesus is the bridegroom. He is the one who stands on the inside of the door of heaven, waiting for us to knock so that we might enter, we might become part of the marriage supper of the Lamb. How might we respond to this Jesus?
Many years ago, I knew someone who had been a Christian for most of their lives. He was involved at Luton Airport and he used that example of the airport to explain his daily prayer life. His day always started in prayer and it started with an invitation. An invitation to ask God into the pilot seat of their life for that day whilst he himself chose the seat of the co-pilot. Now that metaphor might be different for each one of us, but I invite you to commit with me to do something similar, maybe daily picturing ourselves standing on the inside of the door of our lives and daily visualise opening it and through prayer inviting Jesus into our lives and alongside us on our journey. Tell out my soul the greatness of the Lord, unnumbered blessings give my spirit, voice tender to me, the promise of his word, in God my Saviour shall my heart rejoice. Tell out my soul the greatness of his name. Make known his might, the deeds his arm has done his mercy sure. From age to age the same, his holy name, the Lord, the mighty one. Tell out my soul the greatness of his might, powers and dominions lay their glory by proud hearts and stubborn wills are put to flight. The hungry fed, the humbled lifted high. Tell out my soul the glories of his word. Firm is his promise and his mercy. Sure, tell out my soul the greatness of the Lord. To children's children and forevermore.